Is Donald Trump going to be called to testify to Congress? Michael Iskoff has the latest on that. Stop the hammering. Stop the hammering out there. Who's got a hammer? Where is it? Where's the hammer? Is it on the, go up on the other floor. Somebody go up there and stop the hammering. Stop the hammering. Welcome back to Inside Four Walls. I'm Ruth James Masson, and now we're going to read just one article. This was the last article I didn't read in the Paul Pelosi update that went up at nine. So we're going to read this article. It is a very question-raising article. A, they're stalking and harassing a journalist. And B, this journalist should not be this wealthy. There's a lot going on here. The Paul Pelosi thing just gets deeper and deeper. And what's funny, it was weird in the beginning. It's died down a little bit. And then it just started getting really fucking weird instantaneously. Right around the time Pelosi said she's stepping down from office. Why is she stepping down? Come back for the other episode today. We'll find out. Exclusive. Suspended NBC News correspondent Miguel Oliver breaks cover for his fi- from his $5 million L.A. home and hops in Porsche to pick up flowers as controversy grows over his report on Paul Pelosi's hammer attack. Why does any of this fucking matter? He's not... Why is he in hiding? Why is he... Why, why is he hiding? What, what, what the fuck? Journalists report fake shit all the fucking time. Why is this fake information making him hide hmm hmm and five million dollar LA home uh, five million dollars LA home you know what that means right that means he's making far more than five million dollars far more cause not only did he get that home he's paying property taxes on it he has all the wardrobes the cars everything bro means this guy has got a lot of money coming from NBC, but here's the thing. He ain't some high-ranking journalist. He, he's not. He's some peon by all measures. Or is he? We'll find out. This thing just keeps getting weird. But why do we care? Why are you stalking this journalist? Journalist, I'm quite generously. I'm more of a journalist than this fucking hack is. At least I'm trying to cut through the bullshit, unlike him, who just hops onto the camera and reports whatever he's told to report, and then gets thrown under the bus when it becomes inconvenient. <laughs> Sorry about the snort. <clears throat> Miguel Aligar, 45 years old, a correspondent with NBC News Today. NBC's Today. NPC, I said. That was a Freudian slip. NBC's Today show was suspended after he reported what the network claimed to be inaccurate information on Paul Pelosi's attack. Again, it went through the chief editor. It went through the entire fucking studio and editing production line, and it aired, and then the studio had a fucking problem with it. Then the studio fucking cared. The studio did not care before that. The studio didn't care enough not to let it air. No, they aired it. They approved it. This shit doesn't just go to air. It gets approved first. telling you this this guy's gonna be the fucking fall guy dailymail.com spotted almager on wednesday for the first time since his suspension he left his five million dollar gated home in studio california studio california is that the fucking i'm probably incorrect by this is california the fucking uh the uh the, the place on california that disney started building before he died 
And it's gonna have like all of his animators and actors living on there. Be, like some exclusive gated community for like Disney stars. God. I might be wrong though. Anyway, in his gray, $134,000 Porsche to pick up flowers. Almaguer was dressed in a in brown boots, dark pants, and long sleeve collarless shirt and appeared distracted as he left the store. Why? Why? God, this whore. Off top, got him. I, I hate Olivia Wilde and Harry Styles, I'm having somebody throw a fucking skittle at him. <laughs> if you don't know about that, yeah, somebody threw, someone fucking fucked up Harry Styles' eyes to the point where he's claiming he needs to get, like, uh, a fucking surgery to fix it. Someone beamed him in the eye with a fucking skittle. <laughs> Keck. Hopefully it was one of the good green ones. The lime ones are the best. If you don't like the lime skills, fuck you. They're the only good ones. Ah. I love making the audience mad. Today... Or the reporter has not been seen since, or has not been seen on screen for 13 days after NBC removed his Today Show segment that raised questions about Paul Pelosi's attack. The suspension of Almaguer has reignited conspiracy theories surrounding the early hours attack, the early hour attack, hours attack by David DePape. I don't know why I had a seizure there. This article is by Greg Woodfield, Alan Butterfield, and, or and it's for the Daily Mail. By the way, if you don't know, look up Isaac Butterfield, funniest fucking guy in that shit dump we call Australia. And I wouldn't call you a shit dump if, uh, you know, you didn't suck the dick of the royal crown that sent you there to die. Can I just take a little break from this article, just go on a little rant here about how pathetic Australia really is? First off, first off, y'all go for the fucking lockdowns in 2021? Y'all wait till 2021 to do lockdowns? You don't just do lockdowns, you build concentration camps. And you throw people in there against their will, where a lot of them go missing. People died and were never seen again in these fucking facilities. People starved in these fucking facilities. And then you had that fucking goofy rhino fuck who was the fucking prime minister for a while that everyone fucking hated. And then you get this fucking kiwi sounding bitch in for a while everyone fucking hated. Jesus. Australia is one cooked chook, I tell you. And its government is ran by a bunch of people who look down on the irregular citizens as a bunch of fucking hapless boogans who don't know what the fuck their asshole is for. Uh, it's just sick. I hate that shit. You wanna know what killed Australia? The day you guys started electing fucking Kiwis into local and semi-higher offices. Once you start surrendering to fake Australianers like the Kiwis, you really fucking gave up, bro. And I'm the only American here who complains about all the Outback Steakhouses ads hiring a fucking Kiwi to do the voice work for the ads. Y'all just weak. Australia's just fucking weak. I don't care, man. Chad and Max Mofo used to be the only redeeming thing about Australia, but even they have become such clean sellouts. Hi, welcome to fucking Cold Ones. I'm fucking anything for Fuse. I'm fucking Chad. I'm fucking... I'm Max Mofo, guys. Look at me. I'm opening 50 fucking packs of fucking Pokemon cards, guys. I'm not eating fucking... Fucking goofy shit and throwing up making cooking videos, guys. I'm Max Mofo, guys. Remember it used to be fucking talented, guys? Oh, wow, fucking hell, guys. God. 
God! All the people I grew up watching on YouTube are fucking garbage hacks now. Idubs, Max Mofo, Frank Miller, or sorry, George Miller. It's a Frank, yeah, Frank Miller. Fucking pink guy. Papa Pinky. You know, you got all these old YouTubers that just went fucking missing or fell off and sold out. Fucking Idubs. I cucks himself. You know? God. Australia just fucking sucks. Just fucking sucks. And you know what part of Australia can really go fuck itself into oblivion? Howard fucking Springs. Go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself, you authoritarian piece of shit on an upside-down, backwards fucking continent that is being usurped by the World Economic Forum and sucks the dick of the very royal family that sent all of those people there to fucking die. And Canada? Oh my god, you guys suck. Your truckers are cool, but overall, you guys just fucking suck. Pathetic fucking jokes, you know that? A, America protects you. We do. The, the, the Crown abandoned protect, quit protecting you in the early 2000s. They pulled all their aircrafts and shit out of there. All you got is a half-assed Navy. That's like, what, five fucking retired American ships we gave you for fucking Fred or George Bush? And some joke Air Force? Again, made up of planes we fucking gave you after the, like, in the early 2000s that were retired 80s planes? You guys use that shit? And then what? A bunch of faggots in red coats and a back, then the back of a fucking horse? On the back of a fucking horse? Is your, is your fucking, fuck you. Your whole nation's a fucking joke. Your whole entire goddamn country's a fucking joke. I'll tell you this right now. Tim Hortons fucking sucks. It sucks. You want to know when Tim Hortons started to suck? When they got rid of their fucking soup bags. Remember back in the day, five bucks, get you a thing of soup, some bread, some crackers, get a hot coffee for $1.50 on that bitch, and then they got rid of that bundle. It's not like they raised the price, so they just got rid of that bundle. No, no, no. Fuck you. Fuck Timmy Hose. Fuck Trudeau. Fuck his Castro-ass-looking father. Fuck his whore mom, who was a fucking communist infiltrator. Fuck that whore. And you know what? Fuck the Leafs and fuck your hockey teams, buddy. And while I'm at it, Gordy Howe is better than Wayne Gretzky. Go fuck yourself. Ooh! I really hate us. I, I hate Canada. <laughs> I know. The only thing I like about Canada is the truckers and the duty free store. You don't know what the duty free store is. And Cap and Libertarian Wet Dream. It's a store that's like on this little gap between Australia or between America and Canada. It's this weird little strip, and there's no taxes. You just go in there, you buy things for cost. Ah, oh, no taxes. I love it. I've gone over there just to blow a lottery win once and get some. Uh, so if you go to Canada and you're in Michigan, drive over the bridge, get yourself some C plus, some Louis Pizza or Luigi's Pizza, Louis Pizza, whatever you want to call it. Goes by Louise if you're Canadian, it's Luigi's if you're an American. You want to get some Luigi's fucking pizza. You want to get some C plus or it's C plus, yeah, C plus soda. And you want to grab yourself some shit from the duty free store and get the fuck out of that dump. And oh, let me finish this up with this little rant. You want to know another thing about Canada that I fucking hate? We protect them with the military. They go, oh, well, hey, in exchange for you protecting us, mate, we'll fucking let you use our fucking military force. What military force? Your fucking goofy rifle wielding cucks on horseback. Your fucking retarded backwards ass can't do shit right fucking Air Force. The fucking joke using retired American aircrafts that we gave you 
basically for fucking free, or your fucking joke of a fucking navy, which again is made up of American boats. Yeah, you want to sit there and talk shit about America. Day one, if I was president, I would pull all protection out of Canada and be like, apologize. Apologize. And if he doesn't want to apologize, I'm like, fine, fine, fine. Buddy, don't expect any protection from America unless somebody violates the fucking fucking NATO. And then we'll get involved, maybe. And by the way, I say maybe because we're not getting involved. Ukraine just bombed Poland, bro. Ukraine fired a fucking bomb into Poland and we didn't invade we didn't we didn't fucking fire up NATO against Ukraine. Even though Ukraine just fired on a NATO ally. So we don't protect NATO allies. Again, I hate NATO, so I, I just don't get it. The Aust- Australians have the royal family and all their fucking goofy-ass money, even though the royal family tried to get them killed, and America was one of the countries that actually tried to protect Australia at one point in time. America and Australia are very close allies. They give us shit. They actually have a military. We do good business with them, typically. But they want to put the face of the people that try to kill them on their fucking money. Retards. Again, the only saving grace you have left Australia is Isaac fucking Butterfield. And you know what? His dick stinks, bro. And then in Canada, same thing. You have this goofy old dead whore on your fucking money. You know, the old dead bitch from England with the stupid fucking hat. Yeah, yeah, the, the pedophile protector. The, the, what was her fucking name? Queen Elizabeth of... Yeah, Queen Elizabeth, that goofy whore. You had her fucking dumbass child, child grooming protecting ass all over her fucking... All over your fucking money. And she didn't protect you. She openly diminished Canada. The entire royal family talked shit about Canada. But America protects Canada and... and Canada wants to talk shit about America? Bitch, we've invaded you. And won. We've declassified dozens. This is real. We've declassified many plans America has had to take over Canada. And you will keep talking shit? There's a reason why we quit declassifying these documents. It's because we no longer decided to not just plan about it. We might be doing some shit about it. I'm joking. I don't think America's going to invade Canada. We should, by the way. We totally should invade Canada. This is just turned to a Canada rant. I don't care. They're, they're, my whole point with this is they're, they're stalking and harassing some random journalists. We should invade Canada and free them. They will greet us as liberators if we do. Moving on. <laughs> NBC correspondent Miguel Oliger is seen for the first time since his suspension over his reporting the Paul Pelosi hammer attack heading out of his luxurious home in an electric Porsche Taycan GTS. Ugh. Electric Porsche. God, at least he's not pretentious if he states Porsche. The Star. The Star reported. Oh, the article. The, the, the outlet. Gotcha. They're calling this guy a star. I'm like, he's not. The Star reported. Has not. Oh, the Star reporter. You are calling him Star. Has not been seen on screen for 13 days after his network removed his Today Show segment, in which he quoted sources appearing to cast doubt on the immediate danger to. Pelosi when the cops arrived. I don't think that's what it did, but okay. But exclusive DailyMail.com pictures can show can now reveal the NBC News national correspondent leaving his $5 million gated Studio City, California home in Studio California in a gray $134,000 supercar on Wednesday. Why are you stalking this guy? He was a journalist who was given an assignment, and you guys want to fucking stalk him? Yeah, also, don't you like this shit, by the way? Just another little rant here. 
Damon Lovato gets off the fucking tranny wagon. Right? And again, if you're trans, I don't give a fuck. That's your allowed to stay away from kids with that shit. I don't give a fuck. I don't care if you want to be gay, LGBTQ, straight, none of that. I don't, I don't give a fuck about any of that. Just don't bring kids into it. I don't give a fuck. But... Demi Lovato drops all the fucking prescriptions she's on. Come realizes, oh, I'm actually a woman. Starts hitting the gym and shit. Now is like, oh yeah, I got abs. I'm a beautiful, strong boss bitch. She keeps this up. She's gonna scream MAGA in two years. Watch. Also, I love the articles that came out where people were like, I, I was transitioning when Demi Lovato was a was a man, and now that she's a woman, I'm confused and I don't know what to do, honey. <laughs> You were confused beforehand. You, Demi Lovato didn't help with that. You you were already confused. <laughs> Dressed. Why is it, why are we following this guy like this? He left the 5,300 square foot pad. You know how big his house is? Which boasts five bedrooms, five bathrooms, to head to a nearby Gleason supermarket where he bought a bouquet of fresh flowers. Why are, this is creepy. Why are you guys following Julio Julio Cooper over here? Dressed in brown boots, dark pants, long sleeve, collarless shirt. He appeared distracted as he left the store, constantly looking down at his phone as he walked back to the Porsche. Almaker, 45, then hopped in the supercar before heading to the freeway. It's so fucking creepy. Why are you following him around like this? He He's a journalist. He, he's a so-called journalist. He reported on a story. He was given... Sources came to him with information. And NBC approved the information enough for them to edit and greenlight this segment. That now they took down and they're putting fully on this guy's shoulders. This guy, is he just did his job. The entire studio threw him under the fucking bus. I guarantee it. He's probably checking his phone right now because he's being the number one hit piece all over Tinder. Actually, it's kind of funny. Uh, Twitter is actually supporting him right now, weirdly enough. Also, Biden crime family was tre- was trending organically on, uh, on on Twitter. That was an organic one. That surprised me. But even before Elon Musk took over, some of the, the Twitter uh, stuff was starting to go a little bit more, uh, like, you know, based. But it's just so creepy. So much detail. You guys know how... You guys pay attention to everything he wore, how much what he wore cost. You guys know the exact square footing of his house. You guys are creepy. You guys are really fucking creepy. I hate you. I, I hate you, Daily Mail. You're creepy. Fucking creepy ass fuck. This has been... Hey, you read that part. You want? You can pause it and read it again. Creepy. Why? Why are you following him around? Of course he's checking his phone. Everyone's talking about him. Everyone's either calling him a brave journalist or they're calling him a fascist piece of shit. You know? Ugh. Creepy. Creepy fucking creepy. Almaguer went to nearby Gleason supermarket where he bought a bunch of fresh flowers. Almaguer did not has not been seen on screen for 13 days after NBC removed his Today Show. By the way, you keep saying that. You keep repeating that line, which makes me think he hasn't been hiding like you guys wanted me to believe. He just hasn't been on TV. He's probably been running the same errands. Plus, you know, if you live in this gated community, you probably have people who run errands for you typically. He's probably just getting flowers for somebody special to him. This is so fucking creepy. 
The NBC reporter lived, lives in a 5,300-square-foot house, $5 million gated home in Studio City, California, a suburb of Los Angeles. Actually, I think that's where a lot of those riots were a couple years back. No forget that JoJo pose! Hold on, you know what? I'm gonna do that, actually. That's gonna be, that's gonna be the thumbnail. I'm gonna JoJo I'm gonna JoJo this motherfucker. Eh. I always use PNG. For some reason, if I don't use PNG, it doesn't save as a usable image. You repeat this. You're repeating shit. Again. NBC News is under mounting pressure to explain its actions after retracting a controversial segment and this week's suspension. And this week's spending Almaguer pending an internal inquiry. Dude! It's a journalist! Somebody came to him. You watch the video. You can watch the video. We can watch the video after this. But in the segment, he highlights the documents given to him by his sources. You see it. Somebody came to him, or most likely somebody came to NBC, said, hey, I had this information. NBC passed it on to him and his team, or a team that he was assigned to, because let's face it, it works more like a high school fucking project, but they assign you to a team to do this shit. And he just reported what he was given. Even if that's not what he did, he was a journalist reporting on what the sources told him, and he repeatedly said sources. Even in the episode before this, I mocked that, and said, oh, unnamed sources. He was just reporting what sources told him. You, and you guys took down a segment. You guys could have just done a retraction. God fucking forbid you guys ever go back to that. Back in the day, you used to put a fucking retractions on page 32. Shit like that. But no. But no, you did not. No, you did not. You go... Oh, God. You just, like, take down the whole segment. We cannot look wrong. And let's face it. I'm going to go on a limb here and say it's because the FBI and the DOJ is putting a lot of pressure on NBC saying you're going to fall in line. And they're twisting your fucking arm. They're licking your mouth right now. You can't do shit about it, NBC. Why? Because you're a controlled opposition. That's all you are. Just like Fox fucking News is. Operation Mockingbird never ended. Just got a rebranding. That's why Sean Handy and Anderson Cooper have deep ties with the FBI and the CIA. Sean Handy Uh, I just kind of feel bad for this guy. Now he's being stalked by journalists. Uh, so-called so-called journalists being stalked by journalists. It made the move, despite a second report on the company-owned and operated NBC Bay Area station that repeats many of the same points in his segment. Again, this guy is just a fall guy. National correspondent Almaguer quoted sources saying, the husband of White House Speaker Nancy did not immediately declare an emergency when he answered the door to police at the San Francisco couple's San Francisco home following the 911 call. NBC removed the footage from its website hours after airing on November 4th, saying it did not, did not, meet its reporting standards and this week suspended the 45-year-old reporter pending an internal investigation. Yet San Francisco local NBC Bay Area News still has available online reports that also question versions of the horrific incident, asking why Mr. Pelosi didn't flee the $8 million home the moment officers arrived. That's because he wasn't afraid. There was no fight, there was no flight, and there was no um, freeze. It was just, hi officers, here's Dave. Ow, Dave hit me. 
I was like, yeah, when as soon as Billie Eilish was like, I don't want to be sexualized ever. I don't want to be one of these whore celebrities being sexualized. And as soon as she turned 18, all she did was become a whore and start showing her body off. It's really fucking funny. It's almost like she has an industry plan pushing any fucking personality that the industry gives her. Kind of like Tyler the Creator. Um, and if you're mad about that, just know this. Tyler the Creator... Anything after Scumfuck, Scumfuck Flower Boy fucking sucks. And Earl Sweatshirt is far more talented and didn't sell out. And that's why he didn't get famous. As famous. Tyler, Tyler uh, the creator, he sold out. As soon as the industry came to his front door. Oh, but he sold out. Gave up on all that shit. Denounced Lawyer Squad. Denounced Odd Future. And immediately started doing the Billie Eilish shit. Where it's like, I'm quirky. And I'm weird. And I'm also gay. Also, it's funny that Billie Eilish is doing all this shit. It's so off topic. When she just did that big thing, we talked about on this show, too. I don't usually do pop culture, but she did this whole interview where she talked about how uh, porn ruined her and broke her as a person. And how dangerous pornography was. And now she's out here showing off her tits and shit. Ugh. Uh, uh, uh. I bet you those fucking leaks were... I bet she did those leaks herself, too. Typical artist trying to gain a suspension. She's gonna drop. She's talking to announce an album in like two weeks, two, three. I'll give it two months. The suspension of Almaguer, who uh, has been with NBC since 2009, has now reignited conspiracy theories surrounding the early hours break-ins at and the attack on October 28th, allegedly carried out by a Canadian n- national David, De- uh, a Canadian illegal immigrant, David DePape, age 42. Almaguer did not appear on the network since the report, which directly contradicted claims made by the prosecutor and the police and the FBI. One former senior NBC executive told Fox News that station need, quote, needs to be more transparent with its viewers about this error. NBC owes its audience to be truthful and not cover this up. You mean like the Hunter Biden story... The quid pro quo story with uh, Joe Biden and the former prince, uh, president of Ukraine. Yeah, 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 yeah. Bastion of honesty. No, this, this guy is just a fall guy. And that's it right there, too, because they said, well, on the local levels, this story didn't go anywhere. It's just, this seemed to be trouble. You know, this didn't fucking, didn't, you know, it was a local station. You know, this is fine. Local stations can keep this up. And I've said before, local stations tend to be far more honest and trustworthy than their big brother national counterpart. And since this guy said what the local stations are saying on a national level, he's a guy that got punched in the fucking face and thrown under the bus. And now he's being stalked by other national news outlets like the Daily Mail. It's creepy. Unlike most affiliates, NBC Bay Area is directly owned and operated by the parent company. It is one of only around a dozen in this country to have such an arrangement, while more than 200 others are independently owned. Again, it's because what he said isn't inaccurate. It's because he said it on a national level. And the FBI pushed back, and now NBC's like, oh, allegedly. I'd say allegedly. It's a magical word. But that's what, exactly what I'm saying. NBC approved of this story and everything it implies, and they let it run on the local levels, and the fact that this local Bay Area affiliate of NBC, this Bay, NBC Bay Area is owned directly by Big Brother NBC tells you exactly what I'm saying is true. That means they approved it up and down the chain of command, but as soon as it went to a national level, they backpedaled and said, no! 
Why? Because people don't pay attention to the Bay Area one. That doesn't get wide views. Doesn't get wide credibility. Doesn't get wide look at. It just gets looked at by the people in that direct area. It's all controlled opposition. Nancy, how are you hiding those? I know what's there. I've seen them. Why? How are you doing? Are you wearing a binder? I just need to know how Nancy Pelosi hides it. <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. Nancy Pelosi proves it's pretty easy to smuggle bombs into Europe. That's funny. That's the headline of the article. I'm going to get this picture. Now, Nancy, where are you hiding these fucking things? Huh? Huh? Where the fuck are they? Huh? Where are they? You're wearing a binder, ain't you, bitch? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. It's just, of all the pictures of Nancy Pelosi, right? This shit. Her massive... <laughs> Her massive fucking tits. Somehow, poof, disappear when the pantsuit goes on. What the fuck? What the fuck? It's a magic trick. It's a magic trick this trick pulls. And PewDiePie right here with a crack problem. Oh, man. Nancy Pelosi knows how to smuggle bombs into Europe, it says. That's funny. Uh, what's that, uh, that picture said, I woke up feeling as free as Nancy Pelosi's tits at the beach. That's fucking funny. Oh, my God. It's so like my eye. In the now retracted report, Almaguer can be heard saying over footage... Of the four-bedroom Pelosi home, quote, NBC News learning new details about the moments police arrived. Sources familiar with the... Oh, this is going to go over the transcript, isn't it? Yeah, this is going to go over the transcript. However, a TV story by NBC Bay Area correspondent Bagad Saban that also raises questions over the horror is still available online. Saban began by clarifying up the conflicting official reports over who opened the door to officers saying the Department of Justice said in a federal indictment that it was police. <gasps> oh, excuse me. However, he continued, quote, but the San Francisco District's Attorney offices in another court document said that was filed earlier this month said Mr. Pelosi opened the door with his left hand. So the question is, what really happened? According to sources familiar with the investigation who personally watched the police body camera footage from that night officers knocked on the door of the Pelosi home and then backed away and then the video clearly shows Paul Pelosi opened the door with his left hand he continued quote okay so we can just watch this right like we don't need to read the fucking play by play like no we can't just watch this okay is the video up here law enforcement officials tell us Nope. Just the actual video itself, right? See, and attempted to kill. Yeah. Okay. We'll wrap this article up and I guess just look at that. I hate reading these fucking transcripts. After knocking and announce the front door was opened by Mr. Pelosi, the 82-year-old did not immediately declare an emergency to try and leave his home, but instead began walking several feet back into the foyer. Or foyer. Say foyer. Say foyer my whole fucking life. Towards the assailant and away from the police. Correspondent added, quote, It's unclear if the 82-year-old was already injured or what mental state or what his mental state was, sources say. So again, it's just the same article recreated. According to the court documents, when the officer asked what was going on, defendant 
smiled and said that everything's good. But instantaneously, a struggle ensued as police clearly saw David Pepe strike Paul Pelosi in the head with a hammer. Ha! It's all Gucci in the house, bruh. The footage then cut to Almaguer on screen saying, Law enforcement officials tell us the bottom line here is this terrifying situa- is that this is a terrifying situation. We still don't know exactly what unfolded between Mr. Pelosi and the suspect for the 30 minutes they were alone inside the house before police arrived. 30 minutes that you know of. Officials who were investigating this matter would not go into further details about these new details. However, a TV story on NBC Bay Area correspondent Begasapad, purposely mispronounced that name, uh, pronounced by Begats Ben, that also raised questions over the horror is still available online. Again, official reports. Alright, oh, read this part. However, he continued. But the San Francisco District Attorney's Office, in another court document that was filed earlier this month, said Mr. Pelosi opened the door with his left hand. So the question is, what really happened? According to sources familiar with the investigation, who personally watched the body camera footage that from that night, officers knocked on the door of the Pelosi home, then backed away. The video clearly shows Paul Pelosi opening the door with his left hand. He continued, quote, Also, as a writer in the DA docs, The sources tell us that the body cam video shows officers having a brief conversation with Pelosi and David DePape, the man accused of breaking into Paul Pelosi's home. Before DePape starts beating Pelosi with a hammer, he said that the Department of Justice had not responded to the situation and query about the discrepancy. Shaban also tackled the question of why Pelosi didn't rush out of the door to safety the moment officers arrived. Interviewing San Francisco District Attorney Brooke Jennings, he said, quote, The case has obviously garnered a fair share of conspiracy theories about what actually happened that night. As part of the investigation, we, as part of the investigation, are you able to shed any light as to why Pelosi did not run out of the house towards the police officers when he was able to actually open the door for them when they arrived? Jenkins replied, quote, everybody reacts to situations differently, and this is bullshit, differently, and he will one day need to explain to a potential, potentially a jury why he did not, or why he did what he did, and what thought processes were going through his mind. Back in the studio, Saban again questioned why the Department of Justice filed federal documents saying the officers opened the door when it was Pelosi. <laughs> our sources, quote, our sources, who has seen the police body cam video can't understand why the federal investigators wrote in the officers open uh, wrote that the officers opened the door because they say the video shows the officers didn't. It's because it's part of a much greater narrative. Pelosi probably thought letting this happen or you know setting this up to look the way that it does would probably help her secure her election and secure the Democrats' power in office. And it fucking didn't. In fact, it hurt them. It led to a multiple series of of California counties going Republican, saying that what happened to Pelosi showed them that the Democrats don't know how to protect citizens because they can't protect themselves. So this whole thing had a big backfiring effect. And yes, I am willing to say full confidently that in my opinion, Nancy Pelosi only did this 
Or this only happened because Nancy Pelosi wanted to try and get re-elected into office. Not for any other reason. Not because of some crazy fool broke into the office. But when two, pe- two police agencies give slightly different accounts of what happened in a high-profile case... It just feeds into conspiracy theories, and that's what we're seeing right now on social media. Nancy Pelosi, 82, was in Washington at the time of the attack, and was the intended target, supposedly, according to the uh, indictment against DePape filed in the U.S. District Court in Northern District of California. Again, he says he pled not guilty and said he was a fucking patsy. Now seems to just go with that i'm sorry this i i believe the guy genuinely based on everything i've seen is and was a fucking patsy and continues to be one her husband made the 911 call around 2 23 a.m saying a man had broken into his home looking for his wife he was waiting for her return it added did you mean he added during the two minute phone call the indictment says Pelosi made it clear that he did not know the man even no he did not he called him a friend on multiple multiple occasions and said I don't feel like I'm in any immediate danger during the two minute phone call the indictment says Pelosi made it clear that he did not know the man even as DePape could be heard in the background saying his name is David and he is a friend Paul said that David was a friend Paul Pelosi, as we've read in countless articles, other than the Daily Mail, which apparently likes to stalk journalists. Which are fake journalists stalking a fake journalist. That's funny. Um, the 911 phone call says Pelosi called David a friend and called David by his name. David didn't say, Hi, I'm David. Towards the end of the call, after the dispatcher agreed to stay on the line with Paul, he told police he told police that the man wanted him to get the hell off the phone. When the police arrived moments later, oh, but you don't have anything in here showing that he, he yelled, get off the phone? It's kind of just like how you have in quotes uh, him saying, oh, this was a suicide mission. But then when it comes to the part where, where David Poppy supposedly says, oh, I was going to break her kneecap if she lied to me. That's in quotes fucking nowhere. You can't quote that line, but you can quote him saying it's a suicide mission. Weird... Weird, it's almost like he didn't say it, so you can't attribute a quote to him because he might get sued for it. I don't know, man. Maybe I'm just looking at things a little wonkily over here. Towards the end of the call, after the dispatcher... will get off the phone. When police arrived moments later, they saw DePape wearing shorts, running shoes, and a sweatshirt, and carrying a hammer. So if he's wearing shorts and shit... Right, and he broke through this window, opened the door. Wouldn't he at least have some cuts on his arms and shit? That's not brought up in anything. After an officer asked what happened, it is alleged that the Pape replied that everything is good, even as he continued to encircle Pelosi. This is going off the fucking DOJ's documents. I don't believe the DOJ's documents. Daily Mail seems to. Another officer then yelled at him to drop the hammer, which he allegedly replied, um, nope. This is all new information that has been reported nowhere else. Again, exclusive. That is when the indictment says DePape pulled the hammer over his head, grabbed Pelosi, 
and swung it abruptly and forcefully at the victim. Yet, all the other reports say they both were holding the hammer at the same time. They both grabbed the hammer, were wrestling with it. DePape lifted the hammer up above his head, which pulled Paul Pelosi right up against him, and then he brought the hammer down on him. Yet, Daily Mail says something different. I don't believe Daily Mail's version of this story because it seems like they're going off the DOJ. So I don't... Uh, I don't believe it. Let's see. Over the head, swung forcefully. In total, the victim says the entire attack lasted 15 seconds. Well, that's consistent. Police then rushed into the home according to the indictment and found... Paul and found Pelosi and DePape on the ground with DePape's legs covered in the 82 legs covering the 82 year old. Ooh, straddling. Sounds fun. Officers were then able to restrain DePape, the indictment says, and called for medical assistance as of a pool of blood swelled around Mr. Pelosi's head. Man, that toy got some. That toy got some deep penetration. I'm going to hell for all of this. A subsequent search of the San Francisco Police Department found broken a broken glass door indicating how DePape allegedly broke into the home. Again, I talked about this earlier. You want me to believe that he broke into the home using the hammer, but all the glass, including chunks of the door, are down here on the porch? Like, down here? Here, here, here? The wooden bar right here is laying on the ground right here. There's like no glo- there's like next to no glo- and if you wanna be like, well what's that? It's literally if you look here, that's part of the fucking rug, dog. That's not part of the fucking that's not part of the gla- of, of of the wooden door. It's part of the fucking rug. So all the glasses on the outside of the fucking house? All the glasses on the outside of the house, and I'm supposed to just Yeah, I don't buy that. I don't buy that. Let's see, where was I? He told officers he tried. Uh, following the attack. <coughs> oh, let's see. Broken glass indicating a pape allegedly entered the home. As well as a roll of tape, white rope, a hammer, and a pair of rubber and cloth gloves. And a journal. Oh, do you mean that's scary to find that when someone's walking around a, a, a political person's home? Weird. You guys didn't seem to give a fuck when someone walked around Kavanaugh's home with the exact same equipment, basically, except for instead of uh, gloves, they had zip ties. Huh, weird. So it's scary when somebody with all this shit goes around a Democrat, but when a Supreme Court justice, a seating Supreme Court justice, has a guy attempt to break into his home with knives and zip ties and duct tape and rope, ah, whatever. Not a big deal. Hmm. Hmm. He told officers he tried to explain to his attacker that she would not be home for a few days, but he said he would wait. <laughs> That's funny. Fine, I'll wait then. I'll take a nap in the guest room. And in an interview with the FBI, DePape is said to have admitted to breaking into the mansion with a hammer, finding Pelosi in the bed and waking up with it? In an interview with the FBI, DePape is said to have admitted breaking into the home, into the mansion with a hammer, finding Pelosi in his bed, and waking him up. Okay. Okay. I had to reread that a little bit. DePape reportedly also said he had zip ties. He had zip ties! Reportedly had zip ties in his bags. 
in his bag. He was going to use them to restrain Pelosi so he could take a nap. Joking about the guest room thing. Because he was tired from carrying his backpack of supplies into the home. When asked about the assault, the Pape also reportedly told police that Pelosi would take the punishment if he tried to stop him. Telling the elderly man he did not come here to surrender. At least Daily Mail has the stuff in quotes, unlike a lot of other outlets we covered. He added that he did not leave even after Pelosi called 911, much like the American Founding Fathers. He was fighting tyranny without the option of surrender. Oh, Keck. I don't know if you know this or not. Uh, I've posted pictures on, on my uh, on a couple social media platforms. But in the studio I work in, I have a Gaston flag, that famous picture of the signing of the Constitution, a 13-colony flag hat, uh, the People's Convoy hat. The whole thing was a scam, by the way. Uh, my collection of Make America Great Again and Make America Great Again hat parodies, like Make Taxation Theft Again, Make Michigan Hard Again, uh, Make Politicians Afraid Again. And then the anarchists make American anarchist or make American anarchy great again. I have a collection of hats like that, my V for Vendetta thing. So I'm all about, I'm all about the whole fucking, yeah, 1776 shit. I'm all about that. I'm probably competing with Alex Jones on that same energy level. But you do know that the left also hates Pelosi, right? Like, like, like the far left. And by all accounts and measures, I've said before, this guy is a far left Green Party communist nudist pedophile activist. A mouthful, but I don't have to worry about defamation because it's all confirmed. I've covered it before, I'll be covering it again because I got one more episode about this fucker. We'll be finding out more about who the Pape is. Because again, I'm gonna start doing try to do four uploads every day. I can't promise anything, but I'm gonna try. I want to maintain that status three new uploads and then one episode where it's all the articles and everything uploaded, including Chaircast five days a week at eight o'clock from 8 p.m. till midnight. Four hours, folks. Does anyone else here think he looks like Freddie Prince Jr.? That's like, hold up, hold up. Yeah, kind of. That's kind of yeah. No, I just take that back. Not really. Sorry, I was with you for a second, but no, not really. All right. Well, and that is the end of this article here. Let's see. Just pulled away from my $5,000 house to my $30,000 Toyota while wearing my $50 jeans. Why all the price tags? Yeah, yeah, no, good point, good point, good point. Facts, facts, facts. This is very confusing, except that we know Pelosi was brutally attacked. However, the other details are vague, and particularly what were the feds doing and why are they deliberately withholding information? Who asked that question? Tony! You got a big dick, Tony, and I like you. That being said, eh, you know, big dick like that, hey, Paul Pelosi might like you too. That being said, I'm going to wrap this episode here. I get to record in the next episode where you find out more about who the Pape was. And then I want to hopefully try to get this Elon Musk Twitter update out. Maybe that will give me five new episodes today. Wish me luck, guys. I shall catch you all later. Oh, please like, share, and subscribe wherever you may be listening. Leave a comment. Let me know anything you think I got wrong. Sources to correction so I can update my stuff. And coming to you from the Sin Media Studios. Studio. Studio, studios, studios, studio. All right.
Peace, guys. You have one minute remaining, or we'll gladly contact you again.